Welcome to Ageless by Rescue. This podcast is devoted to exploring the science of rejuvenation, uncovering the most trusted experts, the must-have products, innovations, and technology in the field of vitality, aesthetics, new beauty, and cosmetic enhancement. Sigourney Cantello is the founder and editor of Beautycate.com, one of Australia's leading beauty portals. A multi-platform destination for the beauty curious and beauty obsessed, where Sigourney's industry expertise and personal insights educates and inspires her readers to change the way they feel about themselves. Siggy is a friend and industry colleague whom I've known for over 15 years. She's an award-winning industry insider, having worked as a beauty journalist for over 20 years, and before launching her own platform, held the coveted role of beauty and health director at Vogue Australia. She's a mama to gorgeous Max and Lulu, wife to tech whiz Damien, and recently celebrated her 40th birthday with an ultra-chic, Slim Aarons-themed extravaganza. Not only does Siggy bring her stylish and inspirational vibe to breaking down the how-tos of getting gorgeous, she also has met and interviewed some of the most extraordinary faces, creators, and experts in the beauty and wellness industry. So learning firsthand from their expertise, along with her experience, has made her a go-to icon and expert. Her mission is to help navigate an often overwhelming industry with practical, researched, and tested insight. This episode is a peek behind the beautifully groomed, wellness-obsessed, and truly insider life of a beauty expert. Sigourney shares tips on the products, treatments, and rituals she's incorporated into her busy schedule to dial up her vitality. She shares what she loves and what she can live without in an industry that is ever-evolving and worships youth. I'm so excited to bring you an episode that is a celebration of what makes us feel beautiful and alive. Well, my favorite episodes are when I get to do it with friends and industry colleagues, and I'm so excited to introduce you to Sigourney Cantello a beauty expert of over 20 years, the former beauty editor of Vogue. I remember very clearly the first time I met you and and now you, you know, you run your Beautycate empire, which I'm also delighted when you came into my office and we were talking about it as a concept. And now, you know, it's it's one of the most um, respected and sought after sites uh, in the beauty space. Welcome to Ageless by Rescue, my friend. Thank you, Baha. That is such a kind introduction, and um, I feel the same. I mean, it's amazing watching you build your empire. So it's and we've known each other a very long time. My goodness. We have. Do you want me to tell the story of the first time I saw you? Yes, I would love that. <laughs> this, so um, I want to say this has got to be at least fifteen years ago, and uh, it was in Potts Point, and I was with another friend, and we were walking, and you walked past us, and before you walked past us, and our mutual friend knew you and stopped you and chatted to you. I remember looking over and and being actually astonished by your beauty and thinking, <laughs> she is so pretty. What a beautiful woman. And then I remember meeting you and just really uh, like really having a visceral reaction to <laughs> how fresh and youthful and beautiful oh. you were. And um, 
It was really funny. So, you know, you really made an impression, like literally walking down the street. You were I just... remember meeting you. I remember that day. Yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. So long ago. It must be so at least what... 15, maybe 20. Yes, and I yeah. remember you getting engaged and I remember you getting married and I remember when you had Max and I came over to see you at the house. And so we really do yes. go a long way back. Oh my yes, we do. We and do. I think I, I gave love... Lulu her first Loved watching dress. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we still have it. <laughs> she finally fits it. <laughs> We've had it packed away, waiting for her to get big enough. For her big Gucci moment. <laughs> so thank you for having me. Look. I, yes, absolutely. One of the things that I uh, like talking to you about is, you know, the evolution of the beauty industry. And, you know, having both of us been in the industry for such a long time, you see, you know, really clear moments in time of trend. And, you know, uh, there was a, a real fascination with AHAs and then there was a real, which was kind of the early start of the cosmeceutical conversation. So, you know, mm. we went from luxury to performance-based mm. skincare. We went to designer fragrance, designer makeup, and then, yeah. you know, the onset of clean and natural and organic. And I'm I'm interested to know, you know, from your time at Vogue, which was, you know, it's at that time such a powerful time to be a beauty editor because the beauty industry was a juggernaut, is a juggernaut, but, but, mm. but really the underpinning of most retail stores is the beauty department, most um, magazines yeah. and publications, it's the beauty content. What do you remember from there and how has it changed in the past 20 years? Oh, it's changed in so many ways. Um, I mean, for starters, it's a fragmentation, right? So it used to be the big, the big corporates, the big brands that owned the world, you know, and and there was very few indie brands. And now there's just so much choice. There's so many. Um, there's real democratization of beauty in this in so many actually different senses. But in a way, um, you know, anyone can start a beauty brand and they can market it through social media and they can have incredible success. And I mean, they probably will get bought out by one of the big guys eventually. You know, if they if they do reach a certain point. But but then you look at brands like you know um, Trini, you know, who are, who are huge and she, I don't know if she's got plans to sell anytime soon but there's these brands as well who are quite resolute in being you know um self you know self-owned and self-funded so I think I think it's that's one aspect of it I think social media has changed things like astonishingly and also um the last year and the last two years of the of the pandemic as well, um, us being so close and personal with our faces on Zoom and and really examining, it's kind of like the new wave of skincare is kind of happening. Like I feel like, you know, we got really into makeup with the whole rise of the selfie and then now it's it's like we're suddenly really, up, really aware of our skin and being at home with, you know, you've got time to mask. So, yeah, I mean, it goes in waves, doesn't it? There's, there's still a huge appreciation for makeup and um, I love the way, when I say democratization as well, the way it's it's for everybody now, you know, you know, guys and it's genderless, it's it's ageless, it's um, you know, all ethnicities. And I think that's a fantastic direction that we should be heading. And finally, we're having these conversations um, you know, around having colors for every skin, skin color and all that kind of thing. So I think I think it's it's been a long-awaited change that the beauty industry has need to make needed to make. And um, and yeah, it's finally happening. Do you know what I love is, and, and I remember this really clearly when you came in to have a conversation with me about the launch of Beauticate, and it's not lost on me that the, you know, the back end of the name is 
a Kate, which is about education. And I think that, you know, with this explosion yeah. of the industry, the thing that I'm always asked, the DMs that I get, the, you know, even the client things, uh, questions that I have is how do we break through and how do we educate the customer? How do we educate the end consumer about the point of difference of our brand, um, mm -hmm. how to use the product? And, and the why. Mm. And I, I'm interested to know why you really decided to go down the path of education, having come from, you know, a background of, I guess, storytelling. And then you, you know, you narrowed in on which, what aspect of the mm. storytelling is most important. Yeah, absolutely. I think when I was working in magazines, I felt um, there was not as much connection with the reader back then because of, um, you know, because we were one-sided, you know, we put the magazine out, they read it kind of thing. You'd occasionally get readers' letters and emails and um, the most con connection I had with readers was at reader events where I would chat to the women afterwards or, you know, during and they'd, they'd tell me all their concerns and I was always blown away by how much confusion there was and how much overwhelm there was with just the dizzying amount of product, dizzying array of products um, that were available. So that was always in the back of my mind when I thought about creating a site. Um, but I, I did keep the storytelling aspect in the profiles and the interviews that we did. And so I kind of tried to fuse the two together. And that's, I kind of came up with the idea of the who's and the how-tos of beauty. So the who's were our interviews with influential and inspiring people. And we, we featured you on the site as well. Um, when you launched Yeah, you book. did when I did my and, book. That's right. Yeah, yeah. It was wonderful. It's so glamorous. So glamorous. It's um, still one of my favourite shoots. I, I feel like I look, you know, it's infinitely more elevated. Boys look, <laughs> look beautiful, but this shoot you did look spectacularly beautiful. Um, and yes, and so the who's and then on the other side is the how-to. So yeah, that education part was has always been really important to me. And yeah, now we're sort of, you know, building the community and, and swapping tips. We're doing this hashtag beauty cake tip thing now on social where um, we share tips among the community. And so I, I just want to kind of get the conversations going and we learn so much from each other. So I kind of wanted to increase that conversation and, and um, drive people to share their best tips. One of the other things that, you know, I've always known and admired about you is that I think you were one of the early, early adopters of clean eating, uh, uh, you know, a clean lifestyle, organic. I remember you telling me about, you know, your um, routine of preparing food. I remember when you were making your own kombucha. I remember when you were doing all sorts <laughs> of really um, quite dedicated um, things to take control of your own health narrative, your own, uh, uh, you know, that 360 approach to beauty. Tell me when that became, that kind of came on your radar and why it came on your radar. Yeah, look, I think it was when I was at Vogue and so my job was, you know, beauty and health. So I was always, always trying to be aware of the latest things as they came. Um, I was after Max, I wasn't feeling very good in my body after having Max, sorry, my first child. So, I, I you know, it took a while to sort of like none of my clothes fit and I just felt yuck. And um, I started training with, um, trainer Ricardo Rascala and he's who I know he's and I've trained with as well yeah. yeah he's fantastic and um 
he really researches stuff and I was always like we'd have these sessions and he'd just have the like the latest Harvard study and he'd know all about stuff and he started talking about gut health way back before it was a thing and he got me making my own kombucha and sauerkraut and um, even kefir and things like that. I've always been really interested in in health and um you know, and, and when I figured out I could do stuff myself, I was kind of like really interested in that. I bought a dehydrator and I was making like, you know, crisps that were raw, like <laughs> all sorts of things. Having said that, now I've got two children. I don't have as much time as I used to and um, probably not as dedicated. Although Max said to me the other day, he's like, mommy, can we make the kombucha again? So, you know, he, he does like it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, there, there are, I, I find... Um, there's definitely much more of a movement now than it was then, but there's always new things. So new things in start. terms of the new things and, you know, the discoveries, we're both very lucky. Not only do we do the research, but we're also sent an enormous amount of research. Mm. So we're kind of a, a great gatekeeper for information. And for both of us in, in what we do, it's about mastering your area um, and going deeper into it. And, uh, you know, for the ageless conversation, which was a transition from the rescue conversation, which was a transition from my background in beauty. You know, I was an importer of 36 niche brands. And before that I was general manager for two Estee Lauder company brands. So for me, it's been evolution, evolution, evolution. And when I wanted to do ageless, I really had, you know, I was in my mid forties and, the thing that I had learned over and over again is that it, it really is multimodality and beauty mm. is a 360-degree oh, yeah. conversation. And exactly as you said, to talk about collagen skin creams without talking about, in, uh, you know, ingestibles, mm. to talk about uh, getting a glow without yeah. talking about gut health, which you're not telling the full story. It's actually um, irresponsible to to just put it out there that, you know, this one product or this mono ingredient topical product can give you so many things. And um, I think that that's been part of, you know, the excitement around the beauty industry uh, for Mm -hmm. me and has kept me really passionate about it. What are you excited about? I mean, in terms of food, or are we talking about the whole beauty? Thing? Yeah, the whole. Yeah, beauty. I mean, like, I, I am, in, I am excited about the ingestibles um, trend. I think there's a lot, a lot of truth in it. But you know, I also think that there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of products that claim to do more than they do. So I mean, but that's that's the beauty industry, right? It's always been hope in a jar, you know. So yeah, um, absolutely, and, and we've the placebo effect. Yeah, exactly. And the placebo effect is, you know, sometimes 90% of the of the journey, you know, like um, if you believe it's doing something, then you have the confidence, you shine, you radiate, you look great. So um, I think that's that's often part of it. Um, I'm really loving all the skin tools that are coming out. I love watching your skin of, um, tools. My microcurrents and LED lights, masks at home. Tell me about microcurrents. How often are you doing that? And what is it? Oh. For the uninitiated. Uh, it's um 
For the uninitiated, the new face is the device that I use um, and it sends an electrical current through your skin to sort of tone your facial muscles. To be honest, it's, I, I'm, I don't do it as nearly as much as I should, but when I do, I notice an instant different, difference. So I'm thinking, you know, I really need to, you know, I've left it out on my on my counter so that I can do it. It does take, it's a bit of a commitment. Like I think microcurrent want you to do it, oh, sorry, new face suggests doing it five times a week for the first I don't know, it must be maybe six weeks or something, and then you can go back to three times a week or something. But And it takes a, a good amount of time. So you kind of glide the machine up your face, you know, in several areas, and then you move around the face. Um, but having said that, I've, I've tested it on both sides of my face before, and you'll see a marked difference on the side that you've done straight away so you know it's doing something I love I love it when there's instant results that's really don't cool. we all I mean um, we're all looking for you know the miracle 100%. what about the light therapy what, have you been doing that for a while did you start off you know under the school of Omnilux when we used to all yeah I, yeah yeah we used to go and um do the Omnilux in the salons and I always found it like I loved it, but I never could get back to do the treatments. And so I'd, I'd see a little bit of a difference, but never was very religious about it because you had to go into salon and you're supposed to do it like quite a lot, like a few times a week, I think. Um, I bought the machine. So, That's how dedicated I was. And I, I loved it so much. I bought an, a, the full Big Bertha, I think, seven years ago from the oh distributor. God. I loved it. <laughs> I, I believe in it so much. Do you still use it? Yes, I do, but more for my body because now I have the Omnilux mask, which is so good, and I do my Hannibal Lecter around the house while I'm, you know, now that I'm the yes. cleaner of the home since we've been in lockdown, um, you know, I wear my mask. But I use, I <laughs> oh, you do my cleaning. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, but I do use um, my, you know, Big Bertha, as I like to call her, on my boobs and on my tummy, and, yeah, I love it. Neck. God, I, need, I need a Bertha. I need a Bertha for sure. I'm obsessed with the mask. So I started off using Dr. Gross um, and I liked it, but I was always like two minutes. Is that long enough? Does it feel long enough? I mean, you do, you're meant to do it two minutes more often, I think five times a week or something. And then I got the Omnilux contour and I'm loving that. Um, and I'm doing that. I do it when I meditate. So oh, nice. it's just so relaxing. It just adds that extra layer. Like you feel like you're sitting in the sun meditating. It's heaven. And I put yeah. it on my neck. So I actually, I do, because it's 10 minutes and I do a 20-minute meditation. So halfway through my meditation, I groggily kind of tear it off and then put it on my chest and give it another 10 minutes on my chest. Well, you've segued beautifully into my biohacking questions. Um, oh, yes. so, so we talked about, you know, diet, gut health, which, again, I was, like, amazed. And you taught me a lot about, you know, um, investigating, um, you know, cleaner eating, um, less sugar, bio-fermented, um, uh, good. But tell me about the other revitalization rituals that you have discovered and the ones that you think really play into that whole concept of like the best version of yourself, a vital, you know, sense of energy, clarity, and then mm. ultimately beauty because, you know, a lot of this work is to reduce inflammation, to reduce cortisol, mm. to re reduce the aging you know, the intrinsic mm -hmm. aging process. 100%. Um, definitely meditation. So I did, I've done probably three meditation courses now um, and I learned uh, Vedic meditation. So with Gary Goro, probably 10, oh, 
yeah, it was around, I was pregnant with Max, so it must be about 10 years ago. Uh, and I've been doing it on and off. I, I stopped when I was, yeah, I think when I was with, pregnant with Lulu, I stopped, but pretty much solidly. So you do, um, you're supposed to do two 20-minute sessions a day, although yeah. I really struggle to do that. I only get I've learned TM and that's two 20-minute, which is kind of the father of me. Do you do it? When do I do, do it? it's remarkable. Like I... Yes. It literally is the difference that makes the difference. And even for healing, so if you've ever had a sickness or surgery or even post, like when I was in hospital with Lily and I had seven weeks in hospital with placenta previa and then I came out and I had, you know, um, scarring and uh, muscle atrophy because I hadn't walked for, you know, two months. Oh, my goodness. The meditation was the only thing I did that, made a massive difference to my cellular health and my recovery. It was like, it was remarkable. And I've had two nose jobs, one when I was 18 and one a revision when I was 25. And the only thing that I did for aftercare was TM meditation. And I didn't bruise. Wow. My recovery. I didn't was- know you were a TM meditator. Wow. Yes. That's so interesting. But I, I really. But why don't you like, do it every day now if you know the effects? No, but this is the same as like, why do we, you know, why do we t- eat sugar when we know what the effects are? Why do we drink yeah. too much wine when we know what the effects are? The human nature. Oh, no, you're right. The right. human condition it's just hard. It's naughty. So tell me about, so you do your meditation and what benefits have you seen from it? Uh, lately, it's really helped me through this lockdown period. It's just kept my head a lot better than it was like last last year during lockdown I didn't do it and it was a very different experience so um having that um and I've been journaling which I always like you know I thought I journaled because I've had a journal all my life but that wasn't like journaling in this sense it was just writing down like when I got angry or stressed out I would write right but I wasn't actually doing like setting aside a specific amount of time every day someone sent me this five minute journal um and it's got like it's just got a page a day and it's got three things you're grateful for in the morning three things that would make today amazing um and then at the end of the day you do three amazing things that happened and something you do differently so it just it holds you accountable and it um it just sets you up so five minutes in the morning after I meditate and then five minutes before I go to bed and it's honestly for mindset it's made huge difference um that and then just certain exercise stuff like exercising outdoors. I know that's really obvious and simple, but we've just moved to the close to the beach, which I just can't believe it's took me until I'm 40 years old to move closer to the beach. It's just such a game changer. Like I just feel so good. We can see a speck of the ocean from our bedroom window. So I open up the windows in the morning and I look at the ocean and um and getting out there and walking out in nature and um and what was the other thing that I've been doing? Oh, I've been doing Kaya workouts. Yes, I did them too. She's been so good. Oh, they're my wonderful. gosh. They're amazing. She's so good. Um, she really is so, so good. Yeah, I really, really recommended that. That helped my head as well, just mindset as well during lockdown. So I think definitely your mindset is everything. And um, and that kind of, I think that will always affect the way you look and the way you hold yourself and, you know, the way you interact with people. And that's that's definitely part of beauty. And what about aesthetics? What are some of the aesthetic treatments? You know, we, as you, in full disclosure, we get offered everything. Like truly, we could probably have a full stem cell regeneration if we wanted to. So it does come down to research and it does come down to personal preference. Um, I'm so interested in the science of aesthetics and regeneration. Like to me, 
regeneration is the last bastion of luxury because what's the point of having wealth and success if you don't have a fit, vital body and soul to enjoy it? Um, But I'm interested to see what are the things that you've tried, what are the things that you like, and what are the things that are a no-go for you? think um well i you know i'm i'm not shy of a bit of a bit of botox um it's just one of those oh i think i've just lost the connection oh there you are um yeah it's just one of those really easy instant fixes um that works and um yeah i'm really missing it actually at the moment although having i've been using all the tools and i think that definitely helps um i've tried filler didn't work for me it just made my i I got these weird dents in my in my face when i had filler um so i I don't know if i'd go back there again um i love clear and brilliant the it's a great laser laser. um do you do that for skin tonality or pigmentation what did you do the clear and brilliant for a bit of everything it's just an all-rounder yeah it's Mm. just a nice little top up I haven't done a lot of serious lasers um you know I try things every now and then but I don't usually go through with the whole thing I try it so I can write about it but um you know often it's quite a big process I haven't done any major like full face peeling off type things (laughs) I think if you if your skin's okay then don't mess with it, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. So I try to just, you know, when something's really bothering me, then I start looking for looking for ways to fix it. But, um, yeah, what else? I think, yeah, I, I haven't done a lot of um, many other cosmetic Have you tried really. anything like um, the body shaping uh, aesthetic? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've done cool sculpting because you told me that cool sculpting was good. It worked. Um, yeah, it did. It did. The first time it definitely worked. Second time was not as dramatic. Um, but yeah, no, I li- I liked it. Definitely liked that one at the time. Um, yeah, that was pretty crazy having your fat frozen. It, it's very intense. It's not for the faint hearted. Yeah. And um, but but look, it it works. It kills the fat cells. And what's the other that- one I was starting to try, but I couldn't because I had an IUD. I had a copper IUD. Um, the one that does the pulses, I've just forgotten the name of it. Um, M-Skull? It, yes, yes. So I, I went to have that, but at the time I had a copper IUD and that was a contraindication. So, <laughs> yeah, so I've, I've since changed, I'm going to go and try that. I've since changed my IUDs. Don't know if that's too much information, but <laughs> um, now I can now I can go and try it. So once lockdown's over, I'm going to try that one. But speaking of contraception and hormone health, one of the things, you know, there's a lot of research that's coming out at the moment saying that there is no such thing as metabolic rate dropping as you get older. It's all about Mm. hormone health. And Mm. from an ageless perspective, you know, one of the things that I try to cover in each issue and the experts that I like to have on is, is to address the impact of hormones on beauty, on longevity, on vitality. Um, Mm. Have you ever had anything like um hormone uh consult or do have you gone down that path at all no not yet um I I wouldn't I would probably be interested to do it um I yeah I found that when I was you know in my 20s taking the pill it didn't agree with me so that's why I've gone down the IUD path in my almost 40s (laughs) late 30s um because a so, lot of naturopaths are also working in that space and, you know, homeopaths, naturopaths are really mm-hmm. coming back to that balancing of the estrogen, balancing of the testosterone. And I think that, you know, when you look at anything to do with weight loss, mood, uh, adult acne, 
Mm-hmm. It's such an important part of the conversation again. I'm just curious if Absolutely. you've come across anything that you're I've done the Chinese about. medicine. I've had I've had needling and like um, uh, cupping and things uh, that I think have some effect on that. But um, just yeah, I, I, that has actually really helped as well. That's been something I've been doing over lockdown is the the dry dry needling actually because um, I get a lot of neck pain. So I find that really balances you all over, like just energy wise. And yeah, I'm a big fan of needling. What about um, talking about your diet and exercise? What What is your diet and exercise and, you know, supplementation now? What are you doing um, from all the, again, from all the things that we're sent and told about yeah. and, and exploring? What are the things that you've landed on that have made it onto your shelf, into your kitchen, <laughs> into your fridge? Sure. Um, I am trying to do a few days of intermittent fasting like yourself. Are you still doing do your seven fasting? days, yeah. Yeah, I really, I find that hard just lifestyle-wise because sometimes I like to just have something yummy in the morning um, and I'm obsessed with sourdough toast and avocado. So sometimes it's just, yeah. But I do probably three days a week or four um, of, yeah, trying to do the um, 16-8. Look, I've been reading this book um, by Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep. Have you read that? No, but I've heard it's amazing. So. It's so fascinating. Yeah, it's really, really worth a read. Um, it's just really opened my eyes to the effects of alcohol on sleep, um, even one glass of wine, because, I, you know, we drink most nights. I mean, we tr- we're trying to curb it sort of Monday through Wednesday, but Damien's really into wine, so he's always opening different bottle and he loves the story and it's that ritual and the smell and it's so hard to let go of. Um, so that's my current sort of journey and my struggle is like I, I know how much it's affecting my sleep. Um, and then, you know, once you read this book, you realise how important sleep is. Like this whole gold medal thing of, you know, I only sleep four or five hours a night thing is just it's so wrong. And there's, you know, for so many years, we've been taught to believe that if we get up early and we work hard and we stay up late working, you know, we're going to be better off in the long run. But for longevity, for illness, you know, disease prevention, just it makes it so important to get your seven or eight hours sleep every night. And and alcohol, unfortunately, you're not getting into that deep uh, REM sleep or the NREM sleep, one of the two, but it's it, it basically it's not restorative sleep so you're not actually um you're not I've I noticed my memory is really bad I mean I've always had a bad memory but I wonder if it's you know maybe it's the alcohol and not you know not sleeping properly because you're not actually your memories don't pass from the, the the one part of your brain to the other if you're not getting that deep restorative sleep so there's so many things it affects so that's my current thing is just thinking okay I need to dial back the alcohol but that's that's a bit harder than uh, you know we're trying we're trying Monday through Wednesday um but apart from that so the intermittent fasting and then to be honest I was much better when when you and I talked about it when I was you know training with Ricardo and things I was really um good but with kids young kids and they're so fussy so you know I'd probably be much more you know plant-based eater if the kids weren't so annoying. They don't like salad and they never want vegetables. So we end up doing a lot of, um, you know, family foods like bolognese and like Mexican food, but I'll try and swap out things. So I'll do like a corn, corn tortilla for myself, 
which, um, you know, there's an amazing brand called um, Tortillaria that I love that I always buy. Um, it tastes so much better than the other corn tortillas. Um, and then I've just discovered a pasta that I like that's, I was doing pulse pasta, but that tastes like rubbish. It really um, does. So it now I'm like doing hardcore. I eat everything. Yeah, yeah it's horrible. I did intermittent um, fasting, it's, it's just opened up my ability to eat absolutely everything when I'm not fasting. And I, that's one of the reasons I'm yeah. so obsessed with fasting because when I'm eating, I eat everything, like yeah, great. whatever I feel like. And because yeah. I feel like my body's got enough time to process it. Time to process it. Oh, that's good. Do you still have your coffee though? Because you kind yes. of break the fast with a coffee. Yeah, I have a what coffee. time do you have that? When I wake up. Mm. I'm working bad on water. I'm shocking on water. Do you drink water? Yes, I do, but not as much as I should. Um, I drink a lot of tea, like herbal teas and um, rooibos and green tea, matcha tea. So I think I'm getting my water in that way, but I love a hot drink. But, yeah, I, I'm trying to curb the coffee as well. So I, to be honest, coffee doesn't agree with me. I get all jittery, but I love it. I love the smell. Again, I'm all into rituals. I love the smell of and I love going to the cafe and the guy that knows my name and I love all the social Thank stuff you. about coffee. Absolutely. So it's hard It's hard to let go of those things. Um, can I ask yes, you, but- in your time as, you know, beauty editor of Vogue, um, founder of Beauty Kate, you know, again, we meet a lot of experts, we meet a lot of celebrities, we meet a lot of inspirational people. Is there anyone who or any people that you've met in your journey that you've really been inspired by and you've gone, I'll have what she's having or I'll have what he's having? Oh, gosh, yeah. I mean, there's always people that you come across. I mean, even Elle McPherson the other day on her launch for her new skin elixir, I was I was just like, oh, my God, I need to get, what did, what's she doing? She was doing some, like, chi machine. I was like, I need a chi machine. <laughs> I'm very influenced by um, by gorgeous people all the time. Um, I Yeah, I think the Michael Mosley doco was, you know, eat fast, live longer, I was really impacted by because he's very clever. Um yeah, there's oh god, there's people all the time. Again, the the book that I'm reading, we we are exposed to so many of these amazing experts, aren't we? Um, what about celebrities? Have you ever met them and you've gone, you know what? They really radiate vitality, beauty, mm-hmm. health. I really like what she's saying or what he's saying. Yes, yeah. I mean, look, I, yeah, Miranda Kerr. I interviewed her the other week again, and oh, she's always just so radiant. radiant. Yeah, yeah crazy radiant um and I'm always like oh okay yep yep celery juice okay and the okay the detox smoothie so yeah I mean that's kind of our job isn't it just to kind of, and you filter out all the crap as well so there's a lot of there's a lot of stories and but yeah no she's a good example of um someone she walks her talk I, she's the cover of our ageless magazine and we did like a 10 page feature with her and and a mm. the, the launch podcast and mm. I've known her like you for I think 10, 12 years. And yep. it's consistent. Yeah, she is very consistent, isn't and she? And she's dedicated and mm. she's all over everything. So she's not one of those people who, you know, is saying, I, I just drink celery juice. It's like I do the M sculpt, I do the celery yes. juice, I walk, I have yes. electromagnetic things attached to my brain to like <laughs> but I think, you know what? Thank you for being honest. Thank thank yeah. you. It gives yeah, the- it doesn't come naturally. You didn't just wake up like this. I mean, there are models that just do that and they look great. But, I mean, she's one of those that does that and everything else. Yeah, I like that. I like that mm-hmm. a lot. Let's talk about skincare and beauty. I know that you mm-hmm. consulted for a skincare brand um, and, you know, again, you're exposed to so many different brands. Tell me what 
um, your ritual, your faithful ritual looks like, and then maybe where you kind of peak up or um, simplify. Yeah, sure. Um, so I'm always using cosmeceutical active you know, skincare where possible, but then I'm always flirting with other brands because that's my job. Um, at the moment, I'm using Rationale again. Um, that's I've a good been brand. For years. I, yeah. Beautiful I've, Richard I've, Parker. I just yes. the other day. He's, he's such an inspiration. Yes. Yeah, he showed me the products before they launched, actually, years ago when I was at Vogue. And I was always really, I was, yeah, transfixed by his knowledge and, you know, and he's done amazing things with that brand. Um, so back on Rationale, but I did I did the course of the secret um, skincare. I'm doing the secret now. I'm yeah, four it's days really in. Good. Okay. Did, have you had any um, irritation or have you been okay? No, because I use such hardcore yeah, your, vitamin your, A. I use vitamin A every night. I use vitamin C. I use like yeah. actives. I, I'm devoted to actives. So yeah. um, I'm excited. Oh, good. I'll be looking forward to hearing what you think. I, I had a really good experience too. I was really impressed with it. Um, it's kind of, you're not, I don't think you're meant to go ongoing. Well, you, you're meant to change up. But they have like quite an intense cream and then you go back to a, you take a break from that. So I'm on my break. So I thought I'll go and use something else. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to try that biomimetic skin DNA, you know, the skin DNA where you I get do. your um, yeah. genetic testing. So I've, I've got to try that. Um, I've got so many things on my table. I'm, you know, I'm using drunk elephant serum at the moment. That's beautiful. Um, oh gosh, what else? <laughs> I've got so many things. Um, what am I loving? Mm. You know, when you just go blank. <laughs> no, no, it's true. And the thing is, we change it up so many times, you know. If yeah, you, I wish I was like a luxury, luxury. I could just turn around. Do you like a luxury mm. experience or do you like a ritualistic experience? What 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 do you like when you're um you know exploring I a, love, a brand? Oh look, I love them all. <laughs> I mean, I love the luxury, like La Prairie is like. I, I still use La Prairie all the time. Their new um, oil. Oil is amazing. Amazing. So obsessed with that. And their eye creams, like the one with the little pearl applicator is heaven. Um, but then I love, yeah, I love the beautiful, smelly, ritual ones like Sadashi, all their body oils and, you know, even Clarins, like just anything that smells great. Um, I, yeah, ritual is so important. I do a lot of bathing in my house um, and just, yeah, lots of body massages. I've been using a um, like a lymphatic drainage paddle Ooh. as well to try and kind of shift the lymph around. So um, I watched one of your dry- videos on Beauty Kate when you were doing dry brushing and it reminded me I need to be dry brushing again. Yes. I did do the dry brushing and it really does work when you do it. It's like meditation. You know you should do it. Everyone and it can. That's a good idea. Yeah, it, that's what I do and that yeah. cuts the time down. So you go like dun, 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 and you kind of get it done really fast. Um, and then I'll do a shower and then if I can muster the strength, I'll do a cold blast at the end because that's, you know, the whole Wim Hof thing is there's a lot of uh, truth in that that I think it makes a huge difference too. It does. Um, and if you know you were saying about yeah, yeah. memory, it makes, if you if you can do the cold therapy, which I was having some issues with memory as well, the cold therapy was the thing that really worked for me in kickstarting yeah. my good memory. Amazing. Well, yeah, I've been doing it at the surf, so I'll just plunge in at the end of a run and just jump in the water and I can only last a few minutes, but that makes a big difference. And then the lymph. So the lymph paddle is like, you know, you just kind of 
it's quite, you have to be quite firm, but it really shifts that kind of lymphatic um, fluid through the body. And I think that makes a big difference to water retention. And um, and I've also just got the heater, uh, the infrared blanket, the infrared sauna Oh, did blanket. you get it? My high, yeah, yeah. So I've been trying that, which is quite interesting. It's um, it's very hot, as you would expect. Um, and is it clean? Do- I always have like this anxiety around. You're going into a sleeping bag and you're sweating in it. And how how do you keep yeah. it? Yeah, it's a bit yuck. Um, you 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 wear clothes, so you sweat first into your clothes, and then you just throw them in the wash. So that, but it is it is you are aware. It's not like a the good thing about the sauna is it all drips off you and you're not sort of doesn't feel as hot. Um, but having said that, if you once you get past that, it's you know, it's quite an all like it's a very good feeling of having a good sweat. Um, and then you have to give it a bit of a spray afterwards and keep it clean. But yeah, I mean it's a lot more affordable than the infrared sauna, so it's a good alternative. It doesn't take any space, exactly. That's if you I'm gonna wrap it up by asking you from all the things that you've seen and all the places you've been, if there was one perfect you know treatment or product um what would it be to you like what's what's the futuristic thing you're dreaming of oh gosh that's such a good question um I think there's I think the DNA um I think there's a lot in DNA longevity medicine something around you know getting your genes tested and then really tailoring products to your what your individual body and what what's how you're going to age I think there's a lot of I think that's really exciting way that things are going um and also towards um you know illness and disease management and that kind of thing so I think that's super exciting and I'll be watching that space closely have you done DNA testing for I have have yeah I've done um 23andMe I did the full test when they were still publishing the entire gene breakdown but whereas they don't mm. anymore because too many people were alarmed by the depth of yes. information but I how I'm, did you find it did you like it or was it a yeah I love it but I'm I'm not an anxious person and mm-hmm. I like control so for me it was like so illuminating so interesting and it definitely has shaped the way I go about things and in a strange way I found that it gave me a lot of health and vitality confidence knowing the things that I'm not predisposed to and I found it super informative to just know about the things that I might be you know uh, need to keep an eye on and I'm yeah I'm all about um, genetic testing and and information Mm. and the science of beauty I you know in science I trust I love the ritual of beauty you know I'm Iranian it's a huge culture of ritualistic beauty yeah but it's the science that I have noticed has made, you know, I'm 47 and you said you're 40. There's only so much, you know, olive oil will take you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. We have to, we have to look to science. It's the only way. So yeah, I'm the same as you. I think there's a lot, a lot of exciting, exciting advancements coming. Um, so yeah, watch this space. It was so good to talk to you. I loved it. I could speak to you forever. Oh, me too. I miss seeing you in real life. And I know. Not long now. Not long together. now. But, yes, thank you so much for having me. I, I love talking to you too. I, I always learn a lot from you as well. So, And I would absolutely recommend watching Sigourney's videos because they are truly instructional and I think it's it's lovely to have, you know, a, an expert of your calibre 
taking the time not only just to tell stories, which I, I agree are important, but also the educational a, a little bit deeper than you know what you would read in a press release. And I think you're doing an amazing job. Oh, thank you, gorgeous. Thank you. That's very kind. And I love watching Ageless coming coming to fruition. It's fabulous. So well done. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye. Ageless by Rescue is brought to you by Rescue Me Academy, Reignite Your Relationship course. Love your relationship but miss the early days? You're not alone. This course will teach you how to identify your issues, stop the fighting, find what you need to be happy, re-spark intimacy and keep the lines of communication open. Join us at rescuemeacademy.com.au to learn more about the program and to download your first free lesson. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, please share and rate this episode. I'd love that.